Yo. We in this thing, man. Yup. In there like swimwear. You niggas ain't ready for war. We got yeah. the best podcasts in the A for sure. Yep. Y'all niggas ain't ready for war. Honorable Sam. Yeah. First and foremost, man, you know, anything you do, goddammit, you gotta believe in your motherfucking self. You feel me, too? Two chains, talk to him. Yeah, hey. believe in yourself. Huh? Who else gonna believe in you? Hey. Who else gonna believe in you? Who else gonna believe in you? Believe in yourself. I think I'm gonna let this one ride out for a sec. Ride out for a sec. Who else gonna believe in you? Who else gonna believe in you? Believe in yourself. Health is well. Gotta get mine faster than the stuff. All right, I can make a hundred thousand just sitting by myself. I can count a hundred thousand with my feet in the chair. I can pull the baddest broad in here. Get my hand pulled behind my back. Very underrated two chains album, might I add. Very underrated. Oh my god, he got it right. He got it right around this time. This is a great album. I mean, anything around me that's against the truth. It can't be. Got God on my side. That's all I need to ride. See, that's all I need to vibe. Asking what I do tonight. That's really none of your business. Unless you wanna get in this Rolls Royce, bitch. Right, so we have that. We have believing in yourself mm-hmm. being the one of the most important things you have to do. And uh, and I do have something. Boy, I gotta come. I gotta come. Boy, what you I know about that? Hard. Hold on, man. Uh, I was just thinking. It's the reason I was day. doing. Y'all niggas ain't ready for war. We got the best podcast in the A for sure. You niggas ain't ready for war. We got the best podcast in the A. Nothing but real talk. We also make you laugh a little. Chemistry on point. No, it ain't no fucking riddle. See, I'm cooking up a plan to take over the land. They say that life is a beach, so I'll take the sand. Check it. Don't disrespect it. I'm about to teach a lesson. What's in my back podcast? You better listen. Oops, did I forget to get you? Ah, I messed it up. God damn Go. it. Fuck that, we rewinding it from the top Y'all niggas need to hear this again, fuck it Back to one Back to the top, from the top Hey, listen Y'all niggas ain't ready for war We got the best podcast in the A for sure You niggas ain't ready for war We got the best podcast in the A Nothing but real talk We also make you laugh a little Chemistry on point No, it ain't no fucking riddle See, I'm cooking up a plan To take over the land They say that life is a beach So I'll take the sand Check it, don't disrespect it I'm about to teach a lesson What's in my back podcast You better listen Oops, did I forget to mention YouTube subscriptions Don't mind me I'm trying to fly on a million why you have to spit so hard on a podcast? You must not know me if you have to ask. But if somebody asks you about me, tell them I'm the king of the intro, baby. Ah, yeah. I gotta play this song one time before the summer is out. This is how we gonna get it down. Hey. Atlanta and everywhere far and wide. What's going on? What's going on?
this is like one of the this is like one of the basic songs you gotta have at the cookout. Mm-hmm. But it's basic, but it still go hard every time. And then once it plays, you know exactly why. Yeah. I mean, every dude should be able to relate to this. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm going ahead itch on this podcast when we get started with the hook, man. Hey, Tommy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the What's in My Bag podcast. It is me, your host, Louis B. I'm joined by a friend, none other than Kev. Speak to him. What's up, fellas? How you doing, lady? Oh, man. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, man. It's been another, uh, it's been another unfulfilling week, but mm. from the shit that I got, we gonna make something happen. We gonna make something happen, god damn it. Um, I think I'll start the podcast by, uh, of course, have to get into a sad bag real quick, and we're not gonna stay on there too long. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, everybody knows by now. Um, Aretha Franklin has passed. Uh, I think it was either Wednesday night or Wednesday Thursday night. morning, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, when the reports go out and when they actually pass, two totally different things, whatever. But uh, she passed away at the age of seventy-six. Um, you have anything to say about it? No, nah, man. Before but- I get into my spill. Nah, I just would say, man, that's that's unfortunate. You know, every everybody has to go, but the only thing I would I would point out to people, man, you got you got to look at those type of people because those people came and they made a mark and they left. They did what they had to do. They did what they wanted to do and they bounced. I'm glad you said that because you are bringing up. See, that's why I love um, doing this podcast because we don't really do too much pre production. But when we come in here, it's like this: how you know you got niggas that are in sync with each other. We mm-hmm. we already finishing each other's sentences, completing each other's sentences. It's like a it's like a little bromance in this mm-hmm. bitch, but. That is exactly what I want to say. That That is what I took from this whole thing. You know, it's not... I can't even say I'm saddened by the loss. Of course, and I don't want to sound insensitive. Of course. Uh, of course, you want to have your uh, deepest sympathies and apologies for the family and the loved ones of Aretha Franklin. However, just like Kevin said, man, when you... When you have lived in your purpose and your purpose has been fulfilled, yeah. I think I think you've done your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think you've done your job. She has made her mark on the industry. She has left a, a legacy that is unmatched. Yeah, niggas might uh, sell a few more records than her and they might break all these little Spotify and shits, but when you living your purpose and you you make your mark on this world you have you have lived your purpose and you have lived a meaningful life i do want to get into just a little spill man in the same token i just want to make sure that everybody on this earth is, is whoever's listening to this podcast listen to me right now we only get one i said this two episodes ago we only get one of these things we call life only one you have to make sure that you're living in your purpose every day. And then, see, I, I think as as I get older, um, I'm starting to appreciate more about what the purpose actually entails. Like, I find myself asking my friends a lot now, what is your purpose? And I'm not trying to be funny when I ask that question because it's a, it's a question that will stomp 
a few people. And I'm not, you know, I love it when it stumps people because niggas not thinking about shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. When you ask niggas this that are just, you know, aimlessly living, what's your purpose? You kind of fuck them up a little bit. And then they want to go into, yeah, I want to rap. Oh, yeah, I want to sing it. No, that's... No, that's not your purpose. When somebody asks me what my purpose is, I'm, I tell them straight like this. My purpose, I feel, is to impact the lives of not only uh, myself but others. I want to impact the lives of others through my voice. Mm-hmm. So whatever that entails, it's nothing specific. I feel like I tell y'all, when I get behind this this thing right here, I'm a totally different person than when you move it away. I'm about to make shit fall for dramatic effect and shit, but <laughs> it's serious. Like, you know how I am off mm-hmm. this shit. Like, I, I don't, I'm very antisocial. So it's weird that I'm even doing a podcast, but the point I wanted to make, I, I wrote it in my notes. I said, make sure you guys are fulfilling your purpose here on earth so that when you do depart, your purpose will spark the light for generations to come. It's that simple. We not doing this shit. I'm not doing this shit for myself. I'm not doing this shit. I'm doing this shit so that it can spark the plug in different niggas that may feel like, oh, I feel like I can be creative and think of shit too. I think I can. I, I've told a few jokes. I'm pretty funny. I'm I'm this. I'm that. I, I can sing a little bit. I can do this. I can dab in that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to inspire. This is just. My way of doing so. This is this is the messenger. This is the messenger. I'm just playing messenger. Yeah. It's, it's that simple, man. Like, it, it kills me. It kills me to see so many people just not living in their purpose. And I'm not saying you have to know what your purpose is. Because that's okay. But at least make some valiant strides. That's all I can say. Because, like I said, we only get one life. And if you you die and you get to heaven... And you have nothing to show for it. What's the point? Okay. So that's all I got to say on that, god damn it. Anything you want to add? Nah, man. I won't sit here and pretend like I'm the biggest fan of a woman. But I will say this. Now that I think back at it, uh, I, I can remember like small things. I remember back in the day, there was a, a television show called Tiny Toon Adventures. Mm-hmm. And I, I, can, I, I just saw a clip of it recently. And I remember. I was like, oh, shit, I remember that. Uh, the little female character, little bunny on the show, she was listening to like uh, R E S P C C. How the mm-hmm. fuck you spell that? I probably fucked it up. But um, <laughs> she was performing that song, right? Damn it, she was she was performing that song, and I even re- I I remember even looking at that as a kid. I was like, that shit jamming. Mm-hmm. But like I was like, damn, that's dope. And then I just recently found out that she performed the theme song to a different world. I had no you just recently that found that out? I didn't know she Oh, man. I, God damn I know it. the song and love the song, but I didn't know that. Now, see, I feel like, I'm not going to lie, I feel like I'm a little off on my A game today, but I'm, 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 I know how I am, so I know that I'm going to pick this shit up. Mm-hmm. Once we get a few minutes in, I'm just trying to really wrap my head around what the fuck is going on, because it's a lot going on today. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, see, I, when I talked about Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. I was literally going to have a song playing, but you know my editing ass, mm-hmm. I'm going to edit a song in there. Whatever that song is, she did on uh, the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack, oh, it's playing right now, guys. It, I, Y'all hear that shit oh, And it's fire 40 year old black women Are gonna love you for <laughs> They're that. gonna love they're gonna Shit love 20 year old black women Are gonna love this yeah, they love that. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah man that's that's really all i gotta say on that um living your purpose aretha did um yeah she's she's resting in paradise she is doing just fine she is in a place far better than this and that is the end of the sad bag so i forgot to uh i ain't even got them what's going on youtube shit what's happening uh episode 13 i didn't intro i don't even think it's episode 13 of the what's in my bag podcast yep. i'm starting to lose count i'm not gonna lie but this is a great a fucking thing, problem man. to have i, I shit once we once we start getting to the like the the 57s and 108s yeah. and shit i'm gonna just be like bro what episode is it i told so, you i'm glad we went past five <laughs> god damn it i told you yeah man and it's always always i'm gonna look to my i'm gonna look to my niggas on youtube hey listen man Y'all can support our podcast if you want to, man. You can make a charitable donation. You can make a monthly a monthly payment if you're really fucking with our podcast. 99 cent, 4.99 or 9.99, you can pay that every month. Uh the link is going to be in the description below. Follow my YouTube heads, follow my podcast heads, it's going to be down there too. Support our podcast because we're giving you a good batch of that dope every week and y'all niggas are running off on us. Mm-hmm. We y'all are running off on the plug every week and we keep supplying Multiple dope. <laughs> Multiple times, not more than more than twice, Multiple times. Hey, you talking about, man. man. So uh, I'm going to remind y'all at the end of the podcast, but for now, man, just make sure y'all support us if you fucking with what we're doing, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to get into some messy shit, and oh, hopefully no. we can turn that messy shit into some some insightful shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. First, I think I'll, I'll start with Nikki. So, she gave us Queen, and we said how we felt about it. Mm-hmm. Good album. Touched it's it, a yeah. Nikki album. Good album. It seems like even though everybody else thinks the album is good, for some reason, Nicki just won't. She just won't shut the fuck up. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it, people. Especially when you out here talking like this. I came to New York to get my clothes. Mm-hmm. He asked me to take him with me. How dare you bite the hand that feeds you? Oh he had a job in Atlanta for one day. He came back home and said he doesn't want to do that job. I said, don't worry. I had $1,000 in my bank account. I said, don't worry. I'll figure out a way to get our before rent paid. Before deals, before everything. Was before everything. We had Listen no couch. We had no bed. We had, our mattress was on the, was on the uh, uh, carpet. Mm-hmm. Instead of going out there and working... He decided he didn't want to work. And I said, it's okay. I'll figure it out. I'll book a show. I know. Love. Yeah. Love. This is love. So, love. so if, if anything, he should just be thanking God that he now has an opportunity to make uh, to make money and to make a way for himself. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have had this oh, opportunity God. had I not uh, used my pen. <laughs> See? <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, so the album dropped and she just, I don't know what I... Trust me, I, I try to keep up with this shit as much as I can. But you know when niggas get started on social media and they don't stop, shit gets very wild. <laughs> so you can you can very well miss five minutes of an exchange and miss so much information. So basically, Nicki Minaj was talking about Safari. Of course, we know that is her ex. Um, Did they ask about him or did she just start talking about him? See, I have no idea, but it's just... I just See, we got we got to know these things. But see, man. yeah, I'm because I'm sure the listeners are probably like, "Oh, nigga, you need context before you <laughs> I start was talking." That myself, y'all. But I mean, y'all get on Twitter and talk about shit without context every day. Everything on Twitter true, true. is damn near 
100% opinion. Yeah. So, who gives a fuck? Like, just listen to me. Mm-hmm. And if you fuck with what I'm saying, just agree. Shake your head. If you don't, shake your head the opposite way and just fuck it. I don't care. But, man, it's it's just, it's always messy when, when exes go at it. And it's just, oh, man. I just don't know why they're going at it because Safari... He didn't hit. He didn't hit Shardy back on Twitter and shit, talking about you hold on to everything. Your problem with DJ said, okay, fuck that. Anyway, I'll get to another one. He says we know each other inside and out. Everything there was for us. I didn't use your card for prostitutes. We both didn't trust each other. You did shit. I did shit. You said you were messing with Meek a few years before y'all got together, and I'm not even mad at that. Towards the end, it got toxic, and I just packed up and left. I did things out of spite. I did things for spite, and you did, and you, and so did you. Okay, that makes sense. I don't wish you bad, and I don't want us back together. Just like I'm sure you don't. I don't need you. You don't need me. But we will always be linked in the public, no matter what. All right, now, boy, this is tough, cause. I'm sure just like I saw, y'all just saw two exes going back and forth with each other on social media. And although it is fun for us to watch, we all have our buttered popcorn ready to go. These are two two people that do have grown ass people. These are two grown ass individuals that have problems that they have not addressed. So now I'm not even gonna stay on the Nikki shit. I just really wanted to bring this up to get to a deeper dive. My dive for today is going to be fucking, it's, it's going to be how to exit a relationship gracefully. Hey, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Listen, before we, before we even get out of that, because that's going to be deep, I, I do want to comment on that, that, their particular situation, then we're going to jump into that. Go ahead. Listen, first of all, man, I can't put Nikki out there like she's just starting shit because I've heard him say shit way more than I've heard her say shit. I will say that first. But see, in this situation, I do know for a fact, in this situation, mm-hmm. Nikki started this. Well, it came from probably <laughs> from the song, right? Safari is yeah, not but... Safari is trying to be his best self on Love and Hip Hop. But He's leading not... up to that album, who are we hearing from more? What you mean? Like leading up to the album from the track on the album when she mentions his name, we was hearing more stuff. I heard more stuff about hey, I wrote her shit, I wrote her shit. Blazy, blazy. I mean, shit, if it's yeah. true, speak on it. But yeah, God damn it, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that's not, like, what is the big deal about rappers not writing their lyrics? That's, I'm not getting to, I'm not getting nah, into that not. shit because who gives a fuck? Half of these records that y'all really like out here, y'all, they didn't write it. Okay. So that's that. I'm, it, I'm yeah, just, I'm just being right. a bearer of bad news or the bearer of realistic news. So <laughs> this is a good example of, their particular their particular thing that they're going through is a good example of you have to be ready if you're doing something with somebody or you're doing something with somebody if it turns bad at the end of the day you got to be ready for I did this you did this you're ungrateful and you where's my cut you got to be ready for that but shit. should you have to be man you this need is why to, I want to get back into your mind, exiting a relationship gracefully because I feel like a lot of times what we do we don't know how we don't know how to leave and not necessarily leave, but we just don't know how to, we just don't know how to exist. A lot of people don't know how to exist 
amongst people that they've dated. And it's 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 definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Um I have a few points on this shit, man. I'm going to get started naming get each it, point one by it. one, and we're going to talk about it, man. Let's the first it. one I have, and these are in no particular order, Mm-mm. how to exit a relationship gracefully. Mm-hmm. Number one, I have unfollow certain friends you may have in common with the other person. Unfollow them on social medias, mm-hmm. on certain social medias. My example, oh, my God, man. My ex, it, it was so crazy. Like, we broke up, right? And then it was a situation where, like, I was cool with one of her good friends that stayed in the same, you know, apartment same complex. Story, yeah. So they was cool and shit, too. I'm on Snapchat, man, just going through my snap. And then I get to the friend's snap. So I'm looking at her snap, and I'm like, wait, this room looks familiar. That's her room. Then I start hearing a voice talking. I said, oh, shit, I know that voice from a mile away. <laughs> And then she was talking, ah, man, it it hurt me so bad. Mm -hmm. She was talking about she had a dick appointment and and, and we got to get our toes done. You know that shit broke me down. Uh, She talking about I had to get get the toes done. I said, what? You thought she only did toes for you, my G. I said, what? I got to unfollow the friend that (laughs) I fuck with off Snap because I don't see some crazy shit. Oh, man. Mm. It was some shit I wasn't even looking for. So is that... you know what I'm saying? It was like at that point, I said, okay, I got to restructure my strategy. Okay, some of these friends that we have in common through her or whatever, I can't I can't fuck with them the same way. It's all love. Mm-hmm. It's all love. Always. I don't hate nobody. I don't have no bad feelings toward nobody. But shit. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Anything you want to say on that before I go to the next one? I'll say this. Uh, the whole friendship t- uh, situation on social media with other friends. I've been lucky in the in that aspect to be dealing with people that my other friends or the people I know don't really deal with that person. Oh, that's the I've been. That's the only thing I've been lucky in. When your girl people knows know none of your people. friends they, and yeah. you don't know any of your girl's friends. Oh, that is the Or at least best. I don't have any connection to the people that like we went to school with. So I wouldn't talk right. to her to, you know. And then uh, staying in that social media bag, I might as well go ahead with the second one. I say, uh, <laughs> stay away from your ex's social media as much as you can. <laughs> I'm glad you had that tag. I'm glad you had that tag, man. You know, I had you to add the as much as you can because that yeah. that shit is rough. That it shit is. is tough, especially when Shotty out here looking good. Mm-hmm. I mean, but see, I think especially females they hate when they see us still watching their shit. I don't see what the big deal if your if your page is public, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying at the end of the day we're we're I'm I have the rights on my phone I can look at your shit unless if it's unless if it's private mm-hmm. or you blocked me then of course I can't see anything but if the shit is public just like I randomly scroll through everybody else's profile mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit your shit it be like that sometimes but fresh out of a relationship no that that would drive you crazy. You you would drive yourself insane watching your ex's Twitter all day, her Snapchat all day. I don't really like following females on Snapchat like that. I think that's getting too much in the person. I don't really want to know what you're doing every second. But anyway, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, don't, nah, do not nah. watch those faithfully. You will be in a world of fucking trouble, my dude. And the next one I got, um... <coughs> This is a good one. 
don't talk about your ex. Don't talk bad about your ex. Mm -hmm. Because you all did love each other at one point. And I say this because I think a lot of people get misconstrued what love actually is. And that's perfectly okay. But love, true love doesn't end when a relationship ends. True love is literally, I want the best for you. Whether we are together or apart. I wish you nothing but the best. I'm happy for you. I love your growth. It's not, real love is not while we in a relationship fucking and everything's all good. I love you. But then as soon as we break up, I don't fuck with you. I hate you. That's not love. You never loved that person. Mm -mm. You're right. You lusted that person. (laughs) If we gonna keep it a buck, you didn't Mm -hmm. love that person. A lot of y'all, and I know what demographic this uh, podcast is going towards. Y'all really, our, our generation, we have to really understand what love is. We have to because we really, ugh, it's, ugh, it's such a, we just don't know. Mm. <laughs> we don't know. I can't explain it no more than that. We just don't know. Ah, yeah. shit. Nah. Who done I, talk I'm, bad about you, Ken? <laughs> I'm not talking, but listen, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> Uh, regardless of what you think, what you've heard, or what people might say about me, you know, because a lot of people uh, disagree with some of the stuff I say on the podcast. Fuck really, it, man. I don't really give a fuck. Here. I don't. But Differing opinions. I'll say this. One thing about me is, man, I don't, I do not talk bad about the people I dealt with. Because if I had feelings for you, I had feelings for you. Yeah. Period. That's point true. blank. Now, I might fuck around and talk too much and tell people the incidents is going on. And then they may be like, oh, well, fuck her. Fuck that bitch. I say, hold on. Uh, always, you always, yes. That's a real nigga right there. Because I don't even do when I don't fuck with you mm-hmm. and nigga try to talk shit. No, mm-hmm. bro. Hold on, bro. We still nah. That's still shoddy. Even if we not together, we still have feelings, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's certain shit you can't say. You can't no. talk this way. No. Even if I don't fuck with her right now, mm-hmm. it is what it is. You can't do that. I, I, I'm glad I you just said can't, that. Kev. I can't bring myself to call her bitch, hoe, none of that. I'm shit. glad you said that because niggas will literally. Dog your ex like it's nothing Even if you still got feelings for the girl They will dog your ex And because that is your friend You'll look at them and say Oh yeah You right bro She is a bitch ass hoe Like no she not bro no. You just You just loved her last month Like shut up And I have friends that I have friends um, Who I, I kind of tell my exploits to And they love me They love me That's my boys And they I know they just be telling me stuff like, oh, yeah, yeah you, you you can go find somebody else better. Fuck that bitch. And I'd be like, man, I, I appreciate what you're saying. <laughs> it ain't even about that. We word that right now. We word how you going to say that. Cause I get what you're saying, but again, don't do it that way. It's just respect. Like, respect the people that you dealt with. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Like, come on now. Like, it's, it's I gotta respect. T- I got to tell you my curse, though. Go when ahead. I'm exiting the relationship, man. I'm so laid back. And I, 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 I really, when I say I love you, I really love you, man. So I'm always trying to make this shit work, unfortunately. And I feel like when I'm leaving out of a relationship, I feel like, man, I, I feel like when I leave out the relationship or the relationship ends, motherfuckers don't really know how to leave on me. You know what I mean? They don't really know how to leave. So then they try to kind of make shit worse than it was because they like, damn, this nigga's too good. He ain't cussing me out. He ain't doing none of this shit. Mm. I got to make up some shit real quick. And then it seems like that's that's simple shit. Like a lot of y'all niggas gotta learn how to how to how to communicate. We talked about that a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Like learn how to communicate, cause a lot of the arguments and shit y'all have can be settled with 
uh, a one-on-one, uh, look, this, this is how I feel about the situation, you know what I'm saying? You know, shit, shit got rough and this and that. But I don't know, man. It's like, to what you're saying, to what you were talking about, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some females out there, they, they will not take no for an answer. They will not take niceness for an answer. I think niggas being nice during a breakup is like very, um, it's very underrated because it normally yeah. doesn't happen because normally we're the ones doing stupid shit and it's the woman's responsibility yeah. of being nice or mean to us post breakup. Yeah. It's just a weird, it's weird. You know what I think it is? I think it's, I think is what it is, is she needs something to leave you the fuck alone, not to come back to you. So she needs, mm. she needs that fire, that hate. You have to do something to me for me to say fuck you, but you haven't done it yet. So I need something. Ooh. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> I ain't say everybody, but some of them. But I also want to say that man, you ain't like, yeah. hey man, need something. And it's funny because folks listening to the podcast probably gonna say, Kevin, what are you talking about? I, I'm Listen, not gonna. Better, lie. I'm, 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 I'm all for what he's saying. I haven't, I haven't been through it. However, I, I have actually, I have, I have. Uh, yeah, I have been through it. Recently, motherfuckers who ain't been through that got niggas like really will 10. not let they you go. Like, yeah, no, chill, mom, cool. Mm-hmm. I told you what it was. I stopped hitting you up. Please don't hit me up. Like, stop. <laughs> Please do not make this get any worse than it has to. <laughs> but I say you this too. Uh, one more thing before mm-hmm. we go to the next. Uh, man, yeah, fellas, we do get a bad rap of not talking to and not communicating with our women. But man, this I've dealt with a few women and myself again. Mm-hmm. Who they they not they're not good at communicating either. So well, you know how that goes. And all my niggas, I told y'all, I told I forget what episode that was. This is a great problem to have. Mm-hmm. But one of them episodes in the back, you can listen to it on your own time. We talked about communication. That your relationship lives and dies by that. Mm-hmm. Literally, your relationship with anybody you come across in this world lives and dies by communication. Remember that. Uh, do I have any more? Yes, I do. I have a shitload. Um, what else do I have on this? How to exit a relationship gracefully? Uh, cut contact unless it's something important. This means no drunk texts or calls. That Man, is vital. That is that shit. That is vital as a motherfucker. Man, I gotta give a nigga my phone. I'm drinking here, bro. I give my boy Brandon my phone. Take this from me, man. Listen, give it to me, man. And see, I have no problem. I have no problem being super transparent on this podcast because I feel like this is this is my way of letting y'all in my head. This is my way of uh, getting y'all letting y'all get to know me, and I'm okay with that because this is. I feel like I'm in my room. I feel like I'm in my comfort zone. I talk. I probably talk to myself in my room a lot. So this is just being recorded. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem being transparent. There's really nothing that I want to hide. I can I can easily say I think I fucked up my last relationship mm-hmm. on some high shit. I hit I hit Shawty up and asked, was there a possibility of us having sex? Why in the fuck was <laughs> I? Why? What was going through my mind? It's funny, right? It's funny but see, in the moment, I was horny, <laughs> I was high, and I thought that was the best move. That's a bad combination. That, it's bro. a bad combination, fellas. Horny and high, that shit will get you, you gotta nowhere. Pick struggles, my G. That shit will leave you low and dry. <laughs> horny and high, That's a waste if you, of hit, weed, her, if you hit her up, you're going to be lonely and dry. That's <laughs> a waste of weed, it. though, you know? 
But it's, it's oh man, I have no problem admitting that. But that that's huge. Cut contact, please. If Shawty want to talk to you again, she will hit you up. I feel like at least with me, I move how the female moves, so to speak. Um, I look at how you move. I look at how you maneuver. So, like, if you, if you start hitting my phone up, I'm starting to notice, okay, a vibe is there. If you stop hitting my phone up, okay, a vibe is starting, is slowly starting to uh, fade away. I get it. And I follow suit. So, I think I was in a situation where, at the very least, and this I think this goes right into my other point, that um, maybe there will be a time for recourse once uh, the wounds have healed from both parties. And I say this because um, you never know, man, especially if it was a situation with an ex and you still have feelings for him and they have feelings for you. But, you know, shit just got real rough. Mm -hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, you both are still trying to find yourselves and we're all young and nobody knows themselves fully yet. It's a very interesting age that we're in i'm 23 myself is is very interesting it's very confusing trying time so you know what i'm saying when you when you exit the relationship and you know there are still harboring feelings there may be a chance for recourse if you give it time and during that time i say it's best to cut contact now see i was on some goofball shit of course, because I didn't want the relationship to end so I was going all crazy yo yo like every every week or every four days you would get a text from me yo it's really like that yo man like it's real like it's really happening yo like everything we share like all the experiences why you sound like a new york nigga now like all the experiences man like this is what's going on <laughs> yes nigga this is yeah. what's happening like this is this is what's happening but you never know man once the wounds have healed and time has passed time is the healer of all wounds and when those wounds have healed you would be surprised how Two people that didn't really fuck with each other post breakup can actually get together and talk mm-hmm. after time has passed. Like I've had, uh, I would say, two of my serious, serious relationships that I have no problem telling people that, you know, we dated. Two of those serious relationships, the breakups were bad. However, months down the line, there was a point where, you know what I'm saying, I forgot who hit who up first, but it was a time where, it, you know, you would just get a random text and it just, yo, I think we should meet up. And then it's just a mutual agreement. Then y'all mm-hmm. meet up, you go and talk and you realize, you know, some of the shit you laugh at, some of the shit you just reflect over and you get to a better place, even if it's a friendship. And see, I'm getting back to my point about uh, that drunken high shit. Um, That's the worst. I fucked that up. I think I I think by being horny and high, I at least fu- I fucked up at the very least my opportunity to have a great friend. Mm. And I'm still I'm still kind of dealing with the loss of that friend today. She's not dead. He ain't dead. But just oh. losing it. I still kind of deal with it, but you know, I'm better now than I was then. I I hated my I hated myself for for slipping up like that for doing some stupid shit like that but what i will say is i'm glad for growth i'm glad that i can learn my mistakes early in life so i don't <laughs> do that same goofball shit again mm-hmm. i've been talking too much kevin please add something no, it's, cool, man. <laughs> it's cool man but I'll, I'll say this man for me 
you know, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty a public person on social media, Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. Right. So my stuff is not private, and I don't unfollow women on uh, social media. I just keep it there because, like I say, social media, I love it while I like to use it where we can, like with the podcast. But I don't think it's that big of a deal. Some it's people not. can't see the stuff. Really Some not. people can't see the stuff. See they uh girlfriends or ex-girlfriends or whatever but i'm cool with it but i tell you one thing the motherfuckers ain't got a problem unfollowing me god damn it <laughs> oh man i'll yeah. tell you that so quick yeah they but, they unfollow with the quickness oh, they yeah. block with the quick it's I'm like telling you it's like the same it's like t9 for them for mm-hmm. any of y'all niggas that remember t9 text messaging mm-hmm. they can t9 unfollow you god damn it it seems right. like like the shit as soon as you say one wrong thing if you go to twitter a minute later you're unfollowed <laughs> like right. that shit I'm is quick to... <laughs> but one thing you did say that I, I would i do want to comment on i think it's so dope that you still want to be friends with your ex or the person you mess with because i i just feel like maybe it's just me maybe i hadn't matured enough but I just, I don't do the friendship with someone that I'm attracted to or someone I love. I just can't do it, man. But I see, this man. I think I this was the first time that maybe I could have, you know, well, no, it's not the first time I could have been friends with an ex. I'm friends with an ex now and she's married. Yeah, so, yeah it's good. But anyway, like, um, I think this could have, I don't know, man. Yeah, I fucked that up. I can't really go any deeper into that. I just mm-hmm. lost a friend. Fuck it. Anyway, um, the last thing I have to say on this, and this is one of the most important things. I think all of these are just as equally as important, but it fuck is. it. The last thing I got to say is after a breakup, do not, and I repeat, do not hop your dumb ass into another relationship or a situation ship. That shit will only fuck up fuck you up even more because all you're doing is clouding your head with another bitch or another nigga you're clouding your head with the with this other person that that other that ex is still heavy on your mind i guarantee you it's a lot of niggas out there that will break up that will uh get broken up with fuck a chick and as soon as he's done fucking her and she leaves He's still thinking about her ex. He might actually hit the ex up. Yeah. I guarantee you with some goofball ass niggas Nigga, out here I'm like one that. Of them. Because I was yeah. one of them too. Yes. <laughs> but see, we all but we always we always speak on the man, but women do that shit. Women do that shit. Women do that shit. Women and I'm, I'm talking to the women too. Do not hop in a situation shit. But see, nah, I'm 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 gonna get on the women real quick. Cause what women like to do. They like to get when they get out of a relationship. Oh Lord, they the like to no. Nah, they like nah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. This is through <laughs> observation. I've seen this. They they love as soon as they hop out of a relationship. They love to uh, re-download Tinder and all that shit and be and be fresh as fuck on Tinder. Then as soon as they start talking to maybe like one nigga. They disappear from Tinder, so I guess they serious again with another nigga. Then it's two weeks later when that situation ship is over. They're back on Tinder. <laughs> man, listen. That's Look, one man, y'all, stop, stop moving so goofy, okay? <laughs> Go ahead, Kim. Man, I'm that's uh, like I say, man. It, that touched on something we said last week, man. I'm all for no, not rushing into getting in a relationship, but I am not against fucking either. So if you fucking somebody else, I'm cool with that. Fuck who you gonna fuck? <laughs> but I mean, I guess it sounds like you niggas don't believe in fucking after being in a relationship. I just believe that. If you're not ready for it, if your mind, you have to be mentally ready to deal with someone else. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. You have mentally, 
listeners, mentally, you have to be ready to deal with somebody else after a breakup. And I can't tell you, there's no timetable. I can't say mm-hmm. you're you're delivered after one month or you're delivered after three months. For different people, depending on your situation and a breakup, your time period of getting over this shit is just going to be different. Results may vary. Nigga, they say this on commercials all the time for a reason. Like, results may vary with every person. So, hey, man. I mean, I shit. Pee. I hear you, man. I, I hear you. It, I'm, I'm glad we got into that bag simply man. off of Nikki, because God damn it, Nikki. Back to them, though. Just fucking, like, your album is hot. Niggas are lit. I got niggas hitting my phone up saying Nikki's album is fire, and niggas have never listened. I'm not going to say that, because that's wrong. But niggas is not, ch- my niggas not really checking for that shit like that. Mm-hmm. But niggas is hitting me up saying, oh, yeah, bro, this Nikki is actually hard, bro. This and shit I hard. That's what I was praying for. Like, too. bro, if you got a product like this, just keep it with the music. I don't know what this extra shit, and I'm not even getting deep into that, because we have this talk literally Before. every We've had week. This. We've had this. But, like, again, like I've said in a previous episode. Like I said in the previous episode, man, I mean, sometimes it ain't the artist, it ain't the performer, sometimes it's social media and it's the pop of the media, man. They want to know that shit, so they got to entertain that, like the clip that you played, man. I guarantee you someone asked, so what about you and Safari? And it went on that whole time, that, uh... That whole, whatever, what's the word I'm looking for? That whole conversation, that whole spill. But see, what I will say that I hate about this Nikki situation is that these niggas, which they are doing their job, and I respect them for doing their job, but everybody is trying to just dig and just get information. They just trying to dig. So whether they asking about Safari, mm-hmm. then you know the next question is, oh, yo, 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 so what about Cardi? Yeah, yeah, how you feeling? Yo album out now and Cardi album out. Yeah, yeah, niggas comparing y'all. Like, bro, no, we not. They making, honestly, if you listen to both of them albums, Nicki is on some pop star shit and Cardi is on that ratchet shit. They are in two totally different lanes. Honestly, them bitches could do a record together. <laughs> Since their music, since their music is honestly, it sounds totally different if you listen to both of them albums. But I, I keep that at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. he not but fucking okay. with that. Um, in other music news, man, Tiana not fucking with Jeremiah. So I guess Tiana is on tour or was on tour with Jeremiah, but she not fucking with that nigga at all. Ain't cocky at all. I'm just speaking my truth, and I'm just speaking the facts regarding this. I work my ass off, and every single night, I go out on that stage, all the supporters know every single word. They've been following me for the longest, and I think that, like I said, get to the juicy shit, Tiana. My nigga, so we in New York, and y'all niggas ain't even finna let me close my hometown? I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling. So not only not only with that, I guess Jeremiah is just like a diva, <laughs> so to speak. That's what Tiana called him. She said that nigga is a diva. It's so funny because recently, I don't know if it was like a year ago or maybe less, but he did. He he went on tour last year, and he didn't show up to one of his shows, and he had an imposter 
perform <laughs> his entire set. <laughs> That's the weirdest I feel shit. Sorry for the niggas so now Tiana feels like they are sabotage. She feels like Jeremiah's camp is sabotaging uh, Tiana, and she she's saying shit like they. She feel like they they not letting her close out her own shows in her own city. Who's they, they putting. Um, yeah, it might be Jeremiah. Because honestly, it's a whole weird situation because I thought Tiana was going on a solo tour. So the fact that she's saying that she was out with Jeremiah, I had no idea Jeremiah was even on this tour. But she's saying shit like she feel like Jeremiah's team is putting water on the stage and shit. So she'll slip. It's just a whole bunch All of right, messy no. shit. But what I one thing I do know about Tiana, though, she's, she's straight gutter. You know what I'm saying? So she she not going to lie about shit. She not, she not messy. Tiana is loud. But she not messy. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird situation. Like, damn, like, back again to my creators. It's so much money. It's so much room for us all to eat. Stop being selfish. You should want to big up your sister. You should want to big up your brother. Like, all this competition shit. There is no competition. That's you competing with man. yourself, honestly. That's why I hate about our people, man. I, I, our people. I, I'm going to say black people in general because I, be, I don't be feel real. like... I, I don't feel like Caucasians... I'm going to go to Caucasians, all the other races too. They don't, com- they don't compete They don't compete like that, man. Yeah, they Not white that, that white wrong. folks, they love each other's craft. And if they don't, they do the shit behind the scenes. Yeah, you ain't going to hear too much talking about it. You're not going to hear too much talking about it at all. But that that's a sticky situation. I ain't really. I just wanted to bring that well, up. Peep this. What's I'm up? I'm gonna say this now. Mm-hmm. Now him not showing up to the show, being <laughs> and having an imposter. <laughs> I feel sorry for the niggas that pay for that ticket. But that shit is funny as hell. But it's funny when you actually watch the video, bro. The niggas hood was like over his head, like, like take this, that shit and he off, was just nigga. going around singing. Uh, baby, go that, and and everything, and the is where we turn up. I'm like, damn, can we see your face, bro? They like, woo. <laughs> and, and then to cap that cap that off, I would say this. If I was if I was hard on this like stand up route and let's say I was touring with somebody with like Cat Williams or um Kevin Hart and I followed them and they always ended up to show, I would not automatically assume because I'm in Atlanta, Kevin Hart's gonna let me in the show when he ended the show everywhere else. Now that would be nice mm-hmm, for me to true. do, but I w- I don't think I would be the type of nigga to cry about it. He didn't let me close the show. He ain't been I mean, he's been closing the show. Well, I don't know as an artist, mm-hmm. but no, no, her, her argument was that, because you, you know, niggas, when they do concerts, they real strict about time. So like when the time is done, the venue wants you out. So I, I guess it. it was a situation where like she felt like Jeremiah's team and shit maybe have gone on a little too long. And then by the time it got to her set, mm-hmm. we either want to give you five to 10 minutes or... Don't perform. <laughs> you know, That's like niggas up. will do that shit to you. It's very real out here. Just like it's, they, it's I'm real pretty weird. Sure they do that in comedy too. Yeah, or they do it in comedy too. I've seen, yeah. I've heard it happen in comedy too. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So let me get back in my music bag. Staying in music for a sec. You always, you, you know, Lewis got to come to y'all with a few songs. No, fuck this. God damn it. Why is Angela Bassett still so fine? Anyway. Not even that she's still. Fi- I feel like she has. She's aging in reverse like she looks better at 60 than she did for the tina turner movie and she had to be like uh 30 something 40 doing that mm-hmm. she looks oh my god i man I she she mm. she put a picture out on twitter in a, in a in a 
Oh my god, it was a it was it was it was, it was the most exquisite yeah, swimsuit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It might be the cover art. Fuck it, because mm-hmm. you have to do it justice. Mm-hmm. She posted that, and her caption on it was uh, "Shout out to all my Aries and Leos or some shit like that." Mm-hmm. Let's eat cake. <laughs> That must have been an ass shot. That's why she said it. It wasn't, bro. It was oh, like a, a full body with the oh. ass in the back. Okay. But I had to comment on it. I was like, man, I want to eat. You know, never mind. Fuck it. I want to. I want. I want to. Hey, man, Angela. I know she married too. That's oh. Yeah, to Angie. a cool guy. I met that guy one time. Angie, baby, come here. I don't know, bro. As I get older. And, and my niggas can attest to this, man. I love cougars. Mm. I don't know what it is. I want a cougar before my life is over. No, got no. That's not my purpose, guys. My purpose is not to get a cougar. But damn it, I want a cougar before this shit is over. Listen, I tell you one thing, man. <laughs> Last movie I saw Angela Bassett in was, you know, one of my favorite movies, Black Panther, as y'all know. <sighs> and if you look at that movie, man, All and right. this is me nitpicking, man. When you see King T'Chaka in that movie, when it first start off, that <laughs> brother is suave. That brother is cool. He looks real good in the flashback scene. I'm like, yeah, that's who she would be with. Then fast forward a few <laughs> years later, a, a few centuries later or whatever, I'm like, she ain't still fucking with this nigga. Because it looked like that nigga I aged. Was like, Whoa. I guess he aged like a banana. <laughs> I was like, but she still looks good. I'm like, but that's just me nitpicking, you know. Angie. And, you know, love knows no limits and... You know, who cares how you look? Baby, That's what they want me to say. Baby, okay. let me, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but if you do... We're going to say she do. Leave that nigga and come... Not nah. Courtney. Don't do it to Courtney B. Vance. That's a good brother. Yeah, she not going to leave that nigga. But God damn... Just pray you, to share it. If you ever want to fuck with something. a young nigga, I'm mm-hmm. here and I'm ready. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. You send me the call, I'll, I'll, pick, I'll book a flight. Every I'll be on my way. <laughs> God damn it! But going back into music, um, mm-hmm. Young Thug released "Slime Language." Uh, Kevin didn't hear it. I but didn't hear you. Might have to play some of that bad. Of boy. course, I'm gonna play a few songs, but I'm I'm gonna just get into my little spill right now. Mm-hmm. I feel as though it's an alright project, but I feel like I've been saying this about Thug's last few releases like and and the thing about thug i think i'll say this and maybe people can attest to it maybe people feel this way or if they don't feel this way uh this might spark something i feel like young thug should he needs to create the kind of music that his stardom has man has manufactured i feel like the music is not up to par with his star level. Like, he's still giving us mixtape-sounding songs, mixtape-quality songs, and he's a super... To me, Thug is a superstar. He is a damn... he. I can't say underrated vocalist because he's here right now, but as a vocalist, to me, as a singer, when you listen to his regular voice and then you listen to him on tracks... I'm sorry. Thug to me is a is a very underrated vocalist. I just wish that his superstar where he is in the music he makes. And then I I just don't feel like the albums, quote unquote, I don't feel like the albums are just 
he's too big to be making albums that still sound like he's trying to get on. I have no problem with him. Um, actually, I do. Every album, uh, I love the fact that he gives uh, everyone on his label, you know, a shot. And everybody can get a song on his shit, on his mix, his albums and everything. But these folks that you trying to put on these songs, have they not taken you to another level. Every feature, when I hear Thug get on a feature, whether it's Kanye, whether it's uh, Chris Brown, I think they got a song together. Just different artists. When he hit a feature, you can hear how his artistry just catapults. But then when he comes back to his individual shit and he gets his his squad, his YSL squad to do songs, like you st- you still putting yourself down here. Now I'm a, I'm gonna play some songs. I'm gonna play some songs um from this thug. Oh, yeah. The ones I'm gonna play the the few that I like because I don't really it's it's okay. Maybe I have to grow with it, but I I'm, it's not it's not clicking to me now this this chanel song <laughs> with young thug gunna and Lil baby this is the most confusing this is one of the most confusing songs to me albeit it goes hard why you say that this shit hard as hell young thug gunna and Lil baby sound like the exact same person on this record it is very weird i'ma play thug thug is rapping right now Next, I'm going to Gunna. Keep on going, man. You see, you going to Wichita, right? <laughs> this is Gunna. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to go to Lil Baby. That's the same nigga, man. No, man. You ain't telling me that's three different niggas, man. You're not going to sit here and tell me that's three different niggas. I don't believe that. These are three different niggas on one song. <laughs> this is some of that T.I. shit when he did Tip versus T.I. That's the same nigga, man. I don't know. Listen, y'all. I'm sorry. The song goes extremely hard, but God damn it, you might be doing yourself a disservice if all your features on the song sound like, like you. It's not a fucking feature. This shit, like the same this shit takes me back to goddamn. It was one time. It was a period in time in in music where every song sounded the same. I think it was like the snap era. I forget what era it was. The crunk era or the snap era where every Everybody, like, all the parents would literally say, this sound like the same song over and over again. All this shit sounds the same. Why does shit sound the same? All I hear is the same snaps. All I hear is the same. <laughs> this sound just like that shit. It's crazy. I know, man. I feel like right now is more of the same. Yeah. That's now, me. Just me. That's me. I'm going to play one more of, uh, I'm going to play another song I like. It's called Audemar. I hope I said that right. It seems like niggas just love to take like the same few brands and everybody talks about the same brands. I think that shit is annoying. I'm tired of hearing about a Patek Philippe. I'm tired of hearing about a fucking uh, Audemars. I'm tired of hearing about Margiela. I'm tired of hearing. Y'all niggas gotta get some new brands to talk about. And they ain't got one endorsement for that shit. They ain't got paid out one time. Y'all talking all this shit about the shit that y'all had to pay for. When am I ra- Artists, artists, stop shouting out these niggas that are not helping y'all. <laughs> it was a long time that I don't even think Gucci Man was wearing Gucci. He, 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 he's wearing Gucci now. But it was a time where that nigga wasn't even rocking Gucci. Fuck it. The nigga should have been Coochie Man up until then. Yeah, you talking about, man. But y'all, it's, 
I do fuck with the song. I fuck with it. I will say that. And the album is just, it just didn't, you know. But didn't, I mean, we're gonna keep it, it moving. Grab you, you know yeah, I mean? it didn't stick to my rib. It didn't. It didn't really stick for me. But um, I will say, um, I was surprised by release, and I it was it was weird, and it was in the most unlikely of places for me at least. Um, I was scrolling through trying to find some, you know, trying to pick together topics for the show and shit, mm-hmm. scramming at the last minute. So I'm trying to find songs. And I go to the new I go to new music and I see Ariana Grande. So of course I'm looking at the cover and I'm like, Alright, she giving me some sex appeal on this cover. Let's just see what she's talking about. I got damn turned I, I I listened to a few songs and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I, I start to hear the little uh you know how Pharrell starts every beat. You know it's a Pharrell beat when he do the little stutter, he do the little four count stutter. So it's like a uh 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 then he start the beat. When I heard that, I said, oh, shit, Pharrell has produced some shit on this album. Then I started listening to every song, and I'm like, I think this nigga executive produced this album. He got a song on here, man, that I really gravitated to. I really fuck with. I never thought I would see myself really liking an Ariana Grande album. Yes, I said Ariana Grande. Pete Davidson been putting it down, boy. That's what it is. I don't know what's going on, but I heard this shit. I said, okay, she giving me some real smooth vibes. She giving me some real sexy vibes on this. I said, huh. I'm not used to hearing this from Ariana, but I've never really checked for Ariana, so I don't know if she's been doing shit like this all the time, but I'm gravitating towards this that she just put out. You know what it is? I believe I believe she walked that line, that very thin line of the Nickelodeon and then think oh this is like a nickelodeon cat but she was but she was much older on that on that show when you didn't realize oh she's the same age as me she's not much younger than me but you know what i love about that whole thing i love seeing like the niggas that come up from nickelodeon and disney i love seeing them when they first start because the whole time i'm looking at them from a lens of like nigga i can't wait till you grow up and start talking that grown shit so when <laughs> that, that that's hard for me. I like that really with not even just Nickelodeon and shit like that. Really just artists that are young and that they come up in the game young and they talking that childish shit at first. I love to see them when they get grown. Justin Bieber, perfect example. When he was talking, baby, I hated that fucking song with all of my heart. Ludacris, I know why you did the verse. I'm sure you're still getting paid for that. But god damn it, I hated that fucking song. Yes. But you can't hate on that. That was the- when he made that shit. I said, you know what? I can't wait till Justin Bieber gets eighteen or nineteen and he starts talking that real shit. Then as soon as he as soon as he turned that ledge, he gave us that little what song is that? Oh oh, unheaven stars in the sky. Yeah. I said, oh JB, I I'm a fan. He talking that shit. He trying to fuck now. I like Listen, it. Talk all that shit you want about <laughs> Justin Bieber, but you gotta think about it on the flip side. Motherfucking Miley Cyrus, she started that. I shit. like she that came, shit too. I, love I don't. It. I don't know now. She 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 came out of Disney World. Then she started Disney World. Disney whatever. The fuck <laughs> that it too. Is. Disney Channel. Literally. And then she started doing the rap shit. Then all of a but sudden, see, I don't want to be a rapper no more. She was rap, doing the pop do shit, all shit at first. Shit. She was doing the pop shit at first. Yeah. Then she said, "I want to oh, yeah, fuck yeah, with yeah. Mike Will." Made it then make some rap songs. That, rocking my. Uh, Bulls jersey and shit. Now that didn't last long. Now she's made back making her music and I and I talk mean, shit up. No, but she talked shit about hip hop and rap. 
So you rode the wave to that motherfucker buck mm-hmm. your ass off, and then now you want to talk shit about it. Fuck but that. see, she should have known that shit. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, I'm sorry. Juicy I'm always speaking. I'm, spe- <laughs> I'm always speaking. I'm always speaking facts here on this podcast. But all of my musicians, I'm 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 sorry to let you know, but urban music, uh, should I say black music? Uh, it's not really as uh, profitable as uh, the white music. And that's excuse me. That's just speaking real. I'm not speaking on who's actually more talented. I'm just speaking on the real. Yes, I do feel like the music, the urban music has more talent in it. However, uh, the white folks music, they, they, they music gets worked more. And if your music gets worked more by the label, if the white person is a priority at the record label, they're going to get way more opportunities than the urban artists. Not trying to down any of my urban artists there's no. still money for us to get we just have to figure out how to get it it's everybody's them. fault the artist's fault the, the company's fault and our fault i mean you don't like again a lot of the music we listen to a lot of music i listen to ain't on the radio it's on I, I, apple music or whatever it is mm-hmm. so i mean i just don't find that as excuse well the radio's not playing so i ain't can't find it no motherfucker even if the radio find it and you hear like some people I mean, I guess it's because of the economy, but sometimes we just don't support the music, man. And right. you wonder why your artists ain't around two years. Because <laughs> you're not. You said some them, shit, man. You, you wonder why the artists don't be around. You wonder why niggas that actually have talent just stop making music. It's because y'all that y'all don't fuck with us, especially to the friends that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about my friends specifically. Mm-hmm. I, I've been seeing this on Twitter the past week, and I must just bring it up. I, I have to bring it up now. What is the purpose of your support as a friend if I'm not if I don't get it until random niggas that I've right? never met fuck with me? Exactly. You know I'm that's the craziest that. shit ever. I'm glad you touched on that, man. How the fuck? Listen, man. How the fuck you gonna come around? Try, oh, bro, I fuck with the podcast, which I'm cool with that because I need the views. But bro, you weren't fucking with me. You weren't fucking with me before, bro. When I was, when I'm, I'm, I'm still going hard, even for the podcast. I'm still going hard, posting, posting shit every, every other day. I know who likes my pictures. I know who shares shit. I know who's out there giving shout outs. Shout out Courtney. Shout out Coco. Hey, y'all check out sincerely Courtney. Y'all check see out on YouTube. In. I see who supports. You know what I'm saying? And and the ones that don't, I see that too. But don't come around when when niggas shit when, is good. Yeah. yeah, don't come around when shit get good. Don't come around when you see niggas are starting to see the vision. Mm-hmm. One thing, ooh, see that that's that's what I love about having a vision that nobody else can see. Because when you get to the other side and they 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 finally see your vision, I'm like, nah, nigga, fuck you. Like yeah. I seen this shit from jump. Why you ain't see it with me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I, I see the the creative knows exactly what they want to do. They know exactly where they want to go. But we need the support system. Support, support, support. We need the support from everybody. I'm talking about listen man, I'm not even talking about the money shit specifically. I would mm-hmm. love for y'all to pay 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 this podcast every month, but I'm not begging y'all for that. Simply liking the post Simply reposting the post, mm-hmm. it's simple. Like retweeting, yeah. quoting a tweet and with some fire emojis. You ain't even got to be creative. I don't care. 
I just want to see that y'all niggas support it. Cause when y'all support, that's when more people start to support. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, yeah, it, it's it's just funny watching this progression, like especially mm-hmm. with this podcast versus my music and shit. It's, it's real interesting watching this whole thing just play out. I'm I'm loving every moment of this shit. I tell you, I'm glad. Like I said I'm glad you brought that up because I can tell you, I've witnessed stuff like that as well. I could post something about this particular show, man. I could post a 30 second spot. And then post like a minute of something or some dope shit someone famous said the same time. And that shit that someone famous said to get hundreds, uh, 200 likes or uh, views. <laughs> and then like the shit you got, the shit that could actually help me might get about 30 views or some shit like that. And I was like, and I'm not tripping off of it, but it's like, what? Like all you got to do, even, even for me, right? Even if I don't listen to your song, I don't watch a video. I like your shit and it keeps going. This nigga doing something. You know what I'm like saying? I will like your going. shit. I will. Just, you know. I will hit your DMs and say I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I guess I'm just a. I'm. I'm just a different type of supporter. Like I. Yeah. I actually support mm-hmm. and not when it's convenient. Not when I'm trying to look for a handout on the other end. I support niggas that's doing their shit. The Wind Down Podcast. I see y'all. I see y'all. Great podcast. I don't even listen to niggas outside of Joe Button and myself. So. The fact that I'm listening to a different podcast, I might as well just shout niggas out today. Fuck it. The Wind Down Podcast. Make sure y'all check them out. New episode just came out today. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. simple like that. Like, that was support. Yeah. I can, boy, simp- yeah. I, can, I can I can audio, I can screen record that, send it to Shawty, and that's support. Just to, just to let mm-hmm. Shawty know, like, I'm here. Like, uh, we yeah. all here. If you need a hand, I'm here. If you need some guidance, I'm here. If you need help. If I need help, you're there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not... Hey, we got to support each other and yeah. not just when it's convenient and not when y'all see other niggas hopping on the uh, bandwagon because that makes y'all bandwagoners. Like, we see that. The creator knows. Mm-hmm. We know who fucks with us. We see every, we see all of the impressions and insights. Exactly. We see everything on this phone. We know exactly who viewed shit. We know who responded to questions. We, I, I'm not getting into that shit no more. We got to get out of that. But goddamn it, the support system just has to be better, especially when you want to see more from your black people. When yeah. you want to see more from your people, you have to fucking support. You can't yeah. say you want your people to rise up and do all these. Oh, what about people? When you you not doing shit, but when Shardy drop a a half naked pic and she did nothing. And to you warrant, still ain't fucked. Did nothing like to warrant that. that like other than got half naked. Like what the fuck? But oh. I have to damn I I hate bro. I used to actually hit that. niggas up and be like, hey bro, can you retweet this for me? Like that it should never get like that. No, right? <laughs> it should never get like but that. But you gotta keep it going, man. Cause at the end of the day, I always think about long term, man. The long term yeah. thing is if you when you become a famous you become a superstar whatever it is you start to you know make your living off what you like to do mm. really if you think about it it's nine times out of ten the people that you're getting your money from ain't really your close friends anyway not at all it's really these complete other people. strangers yeah complete strangers but I also gotta <laughs> say man as showing support man I gotta shout out to my boy Eliezer boy Eliezer man he got like a live podcast going too oh yeah called yeah, the yeah. backyard we yeah. got it in the backyard man we got we got a shout out him he was also the winner. Of the What's in My Bag podcast giveaway. That 50. Yeah, that 50. See? That, so we got we to do that, man. Literally, in less than five minutes, three shout-outs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck it, bro. Fuck it. Fuck it. Exactly. Fuck it. We support each other. Mm-hmm. I want everybody doing this shit to win. So that when we all come together, 
we can figure out how to goddamn get to this money for real, for real, so that these so that these corporations can stop taking all of it from us. But that's a different bag. I'm not getting into that. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, what the fuck do I want to talk about now? I did not expect that to last that Lots long, but I'm glad shit. it did. <laughs> what do I want to talk about now? The bag is almost empty, actually. Um, ooh. We might as well review this and get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. You already know I gotta. You already know I might as well pull up the song. Um, <laughs> oh, this shit is gonna be hilarious. Cause we got we we have to talk about this. We have to. Hey, hey, nah, this is this is not Khalees. Love rookie. We gotta get into the insecure bag. Issa cooking up a good batch of that dope, goddammit. Broken pussies everywhere. Hey, man. We gotta talk about the season premiere of Insecure. Oh, man. Okay. How do I wanna open this bag? I enjoyed the episode. Loved it. Um. One very thing basic, I w- a basic start, but it was very good. Yeah, one thing I will say about Issa, she just she 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 gets it right every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm not gonna count on I can't count on her to fuck up. Um, even though it's gonna be a lot of niggas and a lot of niggas. When I say niggas, I mean niggas and niggas only. Niggas are gonna miss the presence of Lawrence. However, they do do a good job of um grounding that nuke that cat man. Yeah, the one you didn't like. What's his they name? They do a good job trying yeah. to make up for it, and I find myself. Yeah, I find myself nodding my head. Nah, fuck mm. that though, because nah, Daniel. Nigga, no, nah, cause see, Daniel's cause see, the name. I didn't want to fuck with Daniel to begin with because he came though. in, <laughs> came in, fucked up the relationship, and Issa let him. God damn it! Man. And now she wonders why she's in the situation she's in. Molly is wondering why she's in the situation she's in too. That she got herself in. Okay. They trying to make me like Daniel, and I don't fuck with him still. But they, they, I found myself nodding my head, and I was like, yeah. At any time, when that, you can be Daniel or Lawrence. Anytime you man, can. when they had that nigga Daniel in his bag, drunk a little bit, a little tipsy in there, making the music. You already know me as a musician, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I relate with this nigga. So I'm like, man. And then my mom, she over there smirking at me like, hmm. Hmm. He's, he's, he's you watch a lot of TV with your mom. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I still, I still believe in that. Oh no, you should. I still believe. I go in to that. the movies with my mom. I'm talking about. We used to fucking me and my mom. We used to back when UPN had the lineup at eight o'clock and eight o'clock at night on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays when the CW came in and swept the whole black shit off of UPN. Mm. <laughs> yeah, hey, you remember? All when, my real niggas know yeah. the, the the change from UPN. To CW, we know how they whitewashed that down, and now it's nothing but superhero shows. You know what? You remember when you know you watch the TV with your mom, and then you feel like, oh, they about to start fucking. You get you I pretend like you get parts. ready to go up and go to the bathroom. Use the I bathroom used to do that. Shit. I used to cover my eyes. I used to, she run used to, the bathroom, she used to try to cover it. my shit. Now I be I be wanting to look at all of them. That first little <laughs> sex scene in the episode, yeah. I was like, they be fucking on that show. They be they boy, fucking on Instagram. They be doing some crazy the the whole spoon and shit from the. I be like, yeah. All you see is niggas asses. I be like, come on, man, show us a titty or something. I be man. like, come yeah, on, get in your back. Well, hold yeah. on, they did show us uh, Bank Teller's titties last season. You know, she had a, she had the piercings. Well, let me see. Let me see Issa. Let me see somebody, somebody titty we gonna see all the time. You know what I mean? She came in one time and she was gone. Like that's not enough. Titty I don't think Issa showing her titties. I, I have man. noticed that 
Um, I've noticed in the show that when it comes to sex scenes, and Molly and Molly has a lot of sex scenes, but you notice she does not show her body. And she's a virgin in real life. And she's know? a virgin in real life. I think that is the most interesting thing. Like she gets the most dick out of anybody in the show, and she does not show her body. I love it. That also speaks to what I said. I think I talked about it last week. Integrity. You have to know what you're signing up for, and you have to have your terms and conditions. I'm sure her terms and conditions, as well as Issa's, were, I don't want to show this part of my body, or I don't want to show this much. If you notice, they getting a lot of dick, and they not doing that much showing. The angles that they... Shouts out to the cameraman, because some of those angles, I'm like, how did, how did you not get a dick in there? How did you not get some titties in there? How did they... Uh, not even a slip. Like, well, they they got to think about the men too, though, man. They showing all this man ass, but you got to think about it. We watching it too, so we gonna have to see some more titties. We got <laughs> it is what it is. But man, getting back into that, back back into the insecure bag. I loved. I I enjoyed the show. One of my favorite scenes was um when Issa finally got fed up with. Daniel fucking in the house, even though it's his spot, and she's just a. That's little why bit. I was like, "Fuck both of them." It was the a I, episode. I loved when she got in her bag, and she was like, "Okay, Daniel, all right, all right, but this is my problem." Blah 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 blah. She said at least three minutes of shit. He said he looked at her, he gave her a little, and he said, "All right," and closed the fucking door. <laughs> And went to sleep. I Listen, said, "Yeah, I don't, I, my niggas unite." Man. God damn it! I don't want to ruin the show, but I'm pretty nah, sure. Nah, bro, all the shit the been out a week. Fuck it. If you ain't seen it now, I'm, fuck you. I'm pretty sure all the feminists and the women were like, "Yeah, girl pal." But I'm thinking about my. I'm thinking to myself and not being sexist. But I'm really thinking, all right, they didn't do shit. They to me, they didn't do shit. I mean, first of all, you pass up the chance to. I mean, they mentioned it, but you pass up the chance to live with your best friend. To live with an ex, and all of a sudden now you mad because he fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you fuck with a married man, and then oh, you, you get you mad because she picks bag. up the phone, and now you get mad. You fucking a married man. But you see, you, you see the the, the funniest shit. shit about that whole part is that the women. Oh man, so many women was like when that scene happened, and he was like, "Don't question me and my wife about what we doing." They didn't like that, and they also. I also seen uh, feminist Twitter get real uh, in their feelings into the whole, oh, if a female uh, states her boundaries, you are to respect them. You know, that's the whole part when she asked for her key and he was kind of like, what? Now, I, I'm not mad at that. I do understand that. I get what y'all are saying on that, but a lot, a lot of shit. Y'all going, y'all missing the point. Y'all looking at that little bitty ass shit where he was like, uh, I'm not even the look, key. I, yeah, like, first of all, why you gave me a key and I'm married anyway? They but y'all, but y'all not gonna say nothing about that. They conveniently looked over all that other <laughs> bullshit and looked at the key. <laughs> you're not That's gonna say bullshit. shit about. You're not yeah. gonna say shit about how he got the key, who gave him the key. But as soon as he want the key back, I do understand. You have to respect those boundaries. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the nigga was like, "What? Like, uh, I'm confused." So I we're fucking, it. but now you want your key back? I get it on birth. I, I, oh, birth. I get it on both instances, and I do respect the boundaries. I get what y'all were trying to say, but y'all cannot overlook the fact that she gave a married man the key to her apartment and is up and is shocked when the nigga is in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, come on, bro. That shit is that. That shit is just gonna happen when a nigga have a key. So. Oh no, bro! Y'all feminist Twitter and mm -hmm. insecure. Cause this one thing I love about insecure is that just like you said, if you you can see some of yourself in 
Daniel and Lawrence. And that really goes for every character in there. If you're a male, I guarantee you can relate to at least some character trait from every male in the show. Just like with women, you can uh, identify mm-hmm. with at least one trait from every female. Mm-hmm. Now, what I will say... Since the show has aired, I'm learning. I'm learning that there are a lot of Mollies out there. I need to find them, but I'm not really. I'm. It's a lot I of Mollies out here. Place. I'm not getting into that. Y'all, y'all know what my y'all know who Molly is. Y'all know what she do. Yeah. It's a lot of Mollies out here. Hey, value, y'all need to learn to value y'all selves as Listen. women. And my guys, uh, if you're trying to do your best for your girl, don't stop trying to do your best. Even if you forget her birthday, I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. Fuck that. <laughs> but I, I want to say, man, I don't care. It was a good episode, but I don't think they did shit. The two women, the two main characters, they didn't do shit in that episode. Oh they yeah, just I dug mean, their herself. I mean, I'm like, boo. All right, nigga, you did what you supposed to have done. You okay, know what the funny so? shit about all of this is? Why is Issa is going through all of this, all of this shit with a full time job? <laughs> Too. And, and, aside and, and not only does she have a full-time job, she feels the need to have to lift drive now. Talk about not being valued at your place of employment. My God. I, I had to did. deal with people asking me today, like, do you want more hours? I told her no. I told them no. I want more money for the hours that I'm already working. I'm not being sucked into the game of thinking that just since I'm getting more hours, that that everything's all great. No, when I get more hours, that means shit. That's less time out of my day. That is um less time out of my day. And then that's also shit. Fuck that. That's more labor. No, no, no. <laughs> she is. Oh, that's tough. Just think about if Issa didn't cheat. Lawrence literally worked shit out at the right time he worked shit out at the exact time he got the job oh my god damn that's tough and now because of the decisions that she's made she is now a homeless lift driver with a full-time job man that's why i always say man (laughs) she listen that's tough she made her mind up she wanted to leave bro so even when he got his shit together she was already out the door so it is what it is Mm, mm, mm. But before we leave, before we leave out the insecure bag, I do want to give a shout out to one thing I noticed that they do do a lot. Sometimes these uh, the characters they watch like different TV shows within the show. Oh yes, and I think it's so dope because the last season it was like a slave show or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, Regina Hall did it and she was great. So I got to give a shout out to my boy Bill Bellamy, Erica and Alexander and, and Ron uh, and Bell. Yeah, I looked at From, that nigga because yeah. I'm looking at the little shit on the. I'm looking. I'm like. And then I'm looking at my mom. I said, Mom, is that Ron? Yeah. She said, yep. Yeah. I said, what yeah. the fuck is going on? They do. It's so cool because they do like a throwback to like the 90s TV show, but then it's like a reboot. So it kind of, mm-hmm. it, it is so great. My man, Bill Bellamy. Uh, I, I, Bill Bellamy, that's one of my dudes. Big up to him. Um, I, I hope they continue to do that like throughout the show. And see, just to drag this podcast out a little longer, I love it when artists, see, like I said, again, Piggying back on what I said earlier about having a vision. I'm sure Issa saw exactly what she wanted to do. She knew she wanted to create a TV show within a TV That's show. That's dope. I would never thought of that, man. You wouldn't have thought of that. But if you try to tell your niggas, they probably like, bro, what are you talking about now? Since it's something that's so uh, highly sought after, now niggas are probably hitting her up. 
like, yo, what is your next idea for the show that you gonna try to like? Uh, uh, the even, running show that you're doing next show, season, like niggas, niggas, <laughs> and that ain't nothing, bro. She is getting a list actors. Regina Hall, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know who the white guy was. He was in Scream though. Uh, he was one of the killers Can't in like remember. Scream Three. He was in the, that one where they was doing a little slave shit. She mm -hmm. got, she's getting prominent figures. Erica Alexander, like you mm -hmm. said, Bill Bellamy, like she's getting top notch niggas to do these roles, and they are literally playing like. 15 second clips of a show within a show but you know the, the cool thing about that too i found out this morning that you can actually watch those extended scenes on hbo.com and you can watch it so maybe oh really like 10 to 15 minutes so you can actually watch that show it's not a whole show but it's like 15 see minutes. like think about bro cool. Issa is making two shows in one like this this shit i mean talk about talk about content Mm -hmm. And just maximizing the content for the viewers, for the listeners. That's that's what we strive to do here. Like it's it's everything comes back full circle when the support is there. Mm -hmm. So the support that she got from that show within a show, now niggas really want to be a part of that show within a show, probably more than they want to be in the show. Like mm -hmm. that, sh them little shits. I want to see every week. Like how does that little story in the show develop for whatever little scene and however they fix it in? Because however they fix it in, it comes in at the, like the most opportune time mm -hmm. for comedic relief. Mm -hmm. They they show them little shows at the perfect time, and it's like, oh, shit was getting a little too mm -hmm. serious already. Yeah. Now now I can laugh at some goofy shit. And then right after they do that, I notice that they get into some goofy shit too. I just you know I um. After looking at like so many movies and so many shows, I, I, I look at things a different way now. I have a, a much different lens. My lens is really, really sharp now for good shit. Like I wanna see I wanna be entertained in more mm -hmm. ways than one. I'm loving what Hollywood is doing right now. I'm loving what, what they're doing in T V, film. It's just beautiful. Like I love it. Issa, mm -hmm. keep doing this shit. I'm ready to see what the fuck is going on with these next few episodes because I know it's only going to get messier from here. <laughs> yeah, that's what we like, though. I'm telling you that. But, yeah, it, I, I found myself, <laughs> like, as I get older, a lot of different stuff I wouldn't have looked at, I'm starting to watch now. Like, you know, some of the drama, some of the comedy, some mm -hmm. of these romantic comedy, shit like that. Like, some of the action shit, you know, outside of, like, some of the Marvel movies. Some of the other stuff really don't, I'm like, I don't really care for that. Most of that shit, I don't care for no more. Yeah, yeah, the older you get, the, the yeah, it's like your taste changes. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even, shit. Honestly, a lot of this shit I'm seeing on TV, like, this reality show shit, I used to love it. Mm -hmm. I used to live to come home on Mondays and watch Loving hip hop Atlanta. Oh my God, I used to live for that shit. Now I look at it and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What are they doing? Like, yeah. what kind of what kind of selling your soul for a dollar shit is this? But that, that's a different bag. But no, and I want to get. But oh, I go ahead. I want to get into it though. Fuck. Might as well. Continue. God damn it. Continue. <laughs> continue that bitch. But I've never been. I've never been uh, a big fan of none of those shows. But mm -hmm. I would. I would tell you this. But uh, see, reality TV used to be good. Yeah. And, and it can like, still be good. Cause I'm talking about. You, OG real mm -hmm. world like for my mm -hmm. niggas that remember real world mm -hmm. Las Vegas New Orleans uh the the real deal Those reality shows so, so real though. life like Those are good sometimes like on, the, on MTV I don't watch them like that but I saw one season like a year or so ago that shit was good to me honestly and I, I feel like they starting to fuck up the formula with this they they fucked up the real world formula when they introduced all of the challenges so when they mm -hmm. turned that shit into a sport and they doing challenge i'm like no 
the only show that I'm really and I really like nowadays that's like in that realm is uh, Are You the One? Mm-hmm. But I think they 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 putting out so many episodes. They putting out so many seasons. Like they don't even let a season rest an entire year before they put another one out. And I, I feel like they kind of fucking up their formula. Like that show is literally a great show at its core. If you look at Are You the One, it's a great show. I remember I seen the first season of Are You the One, and I was like. I love the concept of this, like having mm-hmm. people in a house and you, their their object their their objective is to find their match. I love it. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like they're doing so much of it. I I I think Terrence J is a host, which I'm not I'm not really picky about that. Get your money, King. But mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of he's producing that. So yeah. oh, I he's didn't know producer. that. Yeah, oh fuck that. Get your money, King. Yeah, You're doing the right. That fuck shit. that. He gonna do it. Get get all of your coins, but. <laughs> Hey, reality TV just got to step it up. Issa, shit. But again, again. Everybody coming with their original shit, man. But peep this, though. I, I do want to get uh, back into the reality TV show shit. When we didn't like the celebrities, like the semi-famous, the famous people, there were two shows in general that I thought was, this is dope. T and Tamara had went for a hot second, and Their Flex show was Alexander good. Shanice. They're both two different shows. Mm-hmm. But these were dope shows where they were dealing with relationships and people. Pretty positive people, man. It was pretty dope. Did I watch every last episode? Nah. But of course, because it was good shit and it was positive, that shit didn't, didn't, last. didn't last. No. And see, I, I think another thing about that, a lot of these shows have to be put on the right network. Because I think those shows in particular you're talking about were mostly on like, what? We TV or some shit that we don't really we don't watch. It's it's not from do. channel. It's not from channel zero to seventy nine. Those those are the prime channels that niggas go back and forth from. No, I think I think like I say. Well, I mean, but still, regardless if it's niggas or not, I feel like these shows should last longer than they did. They should. We as women, black women, Mexican women, whatever women, and I think Shanice and Flex. That was like the Oprah channel. Oprah do they do pretty good? If you can watch Queen Sugar on O. You can watch Flex and Chinese on O, and so yeah. on and so forth. Uh, uh, getting back into that shit. Hold on, man. I, I've noticed this shit, and I, I I commented on it earlier this week. Lifetime. Oh, for all my people that are my age, y'all know what Lifetime was when we were coming up. I didn't like it. Lifetime was the channel that when we saw our parents looking at it on a Sunday. We would walk right past the TV and discuss, like, Mom, what are you watching? Why are you watching this? This is trash. Can I watch and our TV, parents please? was always telling us, oh, no, these these Lifetime movies, these Lifetime movies are the shit. These are hard. All I see, anyway. <laughs> I didn't we like, like no. I didn't but like now it. I'm noticing Lifetime is on that reality TV wave, and there's nothing but reality TV. You literally have to go to an entire new ch- another channel lifetime movie network just to see movies all day mm-hmm. if you don't want to see that if you want to channel 55 for my atlanta niggas with comcast if you looking at lifetime it's nothing but reality shows and i'm like what the fuck has happened to the entire switch in format mm. what I mean, the fuck it is what it is lifetime. they changed their entire business model <laughs> You always, but you always say, man, you got to switch it up with the times, and that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And, but I got, I got to shout out to my girl Vivica Fox. I've mm. seen at least five Vivica Fox movies on Lifetime. She getting that paper. I've seen Vivica at least always five. gonna get to the paper. I've she seen at least five of the motherfuckers. Paper. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> she yeah. always gonna get to the paper. But uh, you, 
that's all I got for y'all niggas today, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long this episode is. I hope it's a little shorter, but I'm not going to really. I don't know. I'm going to look and average. see what time it is. I feel like it's going to be average anyway. Mm-hmm. I try. Even when I try to come in here and do a short, I don't give a fuck podcast, it still end up being Same like an hour and 15, an hour and 20 something. So I, like, fuck it. But um, mm-hmm. I do have one little piece of last good music that I do want to share with y'all before we leave. But as always, um, Give me information, Kevin, and I'll give him mine. Oh, man, y'all know y'all can follow me on the grams at Kevin Robinson Jr. That's all one thing, and that's my real name, Lex Nice One on Twitter and Kevin Robinson Jr. on Facebook, man. And as for me, man, you know you can always find me everywhere at Lewis B. Sings, all one word with a Z at the end of Sings. Mm-hmm. Um, To end out the podcast, man, I'm going to go ahead and drop some some new music, man, from uh Tory Lanez and Bryson Tiller. It's called Keep In Touch, man. We gonna, we gonna end the podcast just like that. They came to y'all with some smooth shit. Know what I mean? Episode 13, What's In My Bag. Yeah. Ha <laughs> hey. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. I yes, took sir. the 95 to get from West Palm Think I need a break from everything Yes, I'm stressed way more than usual I'm getting things back in order Getting things back to how they used to be Back to when the scrutiny had no effect on you and me I miss driving with you in a passenger Feet up on my dash, we would see the sun laps Take you home, you would come see me before class Makes more sense for you to crash with me But you never ask, oh why? Told you there's no need to be shy, oh why? I'll be waiting in the meantime, oh why? You always got me on standby When you know I need love I'm missing when we was us Miss when I wasn't famous That's when we could be us Kiss right in the street Fuck if anybody sees Just friends I don't think anybody believes Hard to keep it PG With a nigga like me Goddamn I fell in love with you, I fell in love with you, I miss my I won't find God be so strong, cause you, you're one of I took the phone, wanna get from Yorkdale, you're still looking like the baddest thing out of team. Inflated before it started flattening, way before the singer rapper thing started happening. We were playing checkers, I was just trying to get back to King Amish. Black the windows on your whip, looking Amish. I'm just trying to put it down, you can put it on my tab. I'm putting you on your back, you're putting it in you slowly, putting it on the track, oh Oh, yeah.